It's your news for Thursday, December 29th, 2022. We've got bats. We've got fires. We've got baseball. Thanks so much for listening. You guys are close to all our friends. Hey everyone, it's Bling. I'm your host, Bling. It is Thursday, December 29th. Let's get into some news headlines, shall we? Prayers for ailing Benedict in retired Pope's native Bavaria. Marketalum in Germany. People in Pope Benedict Bavarian homeland prayed Thursday for the retired pontiff, a favorite son of the region even 40 years after he left Germany for the Vatican and nearly a decade after his resignation stunned the world. At the St. Oswald Church in the small town of Marketalum in, where a future pope named Joseph Ratzinger was baptized more than 95 years ago, Sandra Mayer, the lay head of the local congregation, put up a framed picture of Benedict, lit a red candle, and arranged a small pew so parishioners could kneel and pray for him. Mayer, who was also hospitalized, hospitalized at the church, said she was shaken and deeply moved by the news from the Vatican on Wednesday that Benedict's health had deteriorated. I wish for him to have an easy time now and not suffer so much, she said. We are proud here in Marketal that we have a Bavarian Pope, Mayor 50 said, recalling the two times she met him personally. He's a good man, great Pope. The German Catholic Church's leadership called for prayers for Benedict after the Vatican's announcement. Pope Benedict has prayed for us these many years. Now let us pray for him, said Bishop Rudolf Vodoholzer of Regensburg, a city where Ratzinger taught at the university in the 1970s. Well, prayers for the Pope. Kiffin, Texas Tech player, spit, possibly used racial slur. Houston AP, Mississippi coach Lane Kiffin said a Texas Tech player spit on one of his players and possibly used a racial slur Wednesday night in the Texas Bowl. A scrum between the teams came after Ole Miss, Dayton, Wade fumbled early in the fourth quarter and Texas Tech recovered. There was pushing and shoving between players and Ole Miss player Jordan Watkins was given a personal foul penalty. After the game, which Ole Miss lost 42-25, Kiffin said that the penalty should have actually been on Texas Tech's Dimitri Moore, who's number 11 for the Red Raiders, instead of Watkins, who wears number 11 for Ole Miss. They announced our 11, which is Jordan Watkins, who wasn't in the fight. It was their 11 that was fighting 71. And everybody knew because their own coaches were yelling at the guy. There was a racial slur involved. That's not part of what we're talking about. That's not the point of what we're talking about. It's the spitting part. I brought our own 71 up to the officials, right or wrong. You see him crying. He's not crying not because he got spit on. It's because something was said. When asked to clarify if a Texas Tech player used a racial slur, Kiffin said he wasn't sure. I'm not going to because I did not hear it say that it had happened for sure that he gave him. I was told that that was said in that incident, but I did not hear that. So that would obviously be a giant issue. Moore and Williams are both black. Well, that's not good. Let's just have some friendly competition, huh? Let's not take it up too. Let's not get too carried away with like calling each other names and stuff. Well, you call each other names, whatever. Just don't get too carried away because bad things can happen. I'm just bad on it's not good. Family files missing persons report for Theophilus Theophilus London. Los Angeles AP, the family of rapper Theophilus London, filed a missing persons report with Los Angeles police this week and are asking for public's help, saying he hasn't been seen in months. London's family and friends believe someone last spoke to the musician in July in Los Angeles, according to the family statement released Wednesday from Secretly, a music label group that has worked with London. London's relatives have been trying to determine his whereabouts over the last few weeks and filed a police report earlier this week, the statement said. 
Officer Annie Moran, an LAPD spokesperson, confirmed Wednesday that a report for London had been taken. The apartment news release said London was last seen in the Skid Row area on October 15th, and his family has lost complete contact with him. Dear, your dad loves you, son, his father, Larry Moses London, said in the family statement. We miss you, and all our, your friends and relatives are searching for you. Wherever you are, send us. You're some signal. No matter what, we'll, no matter what we will come get you, son. London posted prolifically on Instagram, but its last post also came in July. London 35 was born in Trinidad and Tobago and later raised in Brooklyn, borough of New York. He was nominated for a 2016 Grammy for the Best Rap Performance for a Featured Spot alongside Paul McCartney and Kanye West all day. London has frequently collaborated with artists known as Yee, who produced and guested on 2014's Vibes. London would often post updates on Yee's Donda and Donda 2 on Instagram, even saying that he was promoted to tackle media duties on Yee's behalf for the month okay, of February. London himself has released three studio albums, 2011's Times Are Weird These Days, Vibes, and 2020's Bebe. He recently was a featured artist on Young Franco's Get Your Money, released this past September, the month before he was last seen. Well, Vibes was a Warner release, Records release. Bebe was released in London's own label, My Bebe Records. I want to see what a sense of family is, a sense of me having a plot of land, building a house on my own land instead of sleeping in a hotel for the rest of my life. He told Complex, a break, branching out on his own in 2020. Yeah? Yeah, I can't say I, I don't, like, sympathize with that, I guess. All right, halfway through this first segment, I got a lot to talk about at the end. About yesterday, about all of it. Lots of content out there. Massive fire at Cambodia Hotel kills... Correction, Massive Fire at Cambodia Hotel Casino kills at least 19. Poipet, Cambodia AP, a massive fire at the Cambodian Hotel Casino Thursday injured over 60 people and killed at least 19. A number that officials warned would rise after the search for bodies resumes Friday. The blaze, which started around midnight Wednesday, was put out over 12 hours later at 2 p.m. Thursday, said Sek Sokom head of Bente Menche Province's Information Department. He said more than 60 people were injured and the death toll was expected to rise once rescuers are able to access victims who are believed to still be under debris or in locked rooms. Videos posted on social media showed people falling from a roof after they were trapped by the fire at the Grand City... At the, I can't read this one. Trapped by the fire... <clears throat> excuse me. At the Grand Diamond City Casino and Hotel in the town of Poipet. In a video posted by Cambodia's firefighting agency, a crowd could be heard shouting please to rescue people trapped on the roof of the hotel complex, which is more than a dozen stories tall. At its highest point, the video showed at least one person falling as the flames reached the roof. Wow. Oh, please help rescue them. Pump water. Pump water. Shouters onlookers. Shouted onlookers. The Department of Fire Prevention um, Extinguishing Rescue said it heard calls for help at 4 a.m. emanating from rooms on the 13th, 14th floors, hands and even a mobile phone flash that were seen waving. Wow. The fire was massive and was inside the casino, so it was difficult for our water cannons to reach it. In the video posted online, many of those inside, both customers and staff, were from neighboring Thailand, which sent fire trucks and emergency workers Thursday. To help cope with the crisis in the bustling border town, an initial investigation found that the fire may have been caused New Year's holiday decorations drawing too much electricity, causing wires to overheat and burn. Six homes home said the dead and injured compromised people of several nationalities, including Thai, Chinese, Malaysian, Vietnamese, and Cambodian. A local Buddhist temple was being used to receive their bodies. 
The Grand Diamond City Casino Complex has 500 employees and had 1,000 customers Wednesday, according to a report from South Kim Kolomi, a spokesperson for Cambodia's National Committee for Disaster Management. It was unclear how many were present when the fire broke out. Right now, we are trying to bring the dead bodies from the building down. I can't read anymore. I don't want to read it. Southwest cuts 2,300 flights schedule in sustained chaos. Are we still doing okay on time here in this first segment? We'll get two more. Um, should I just save that one for the next and just do two minutes of meeting now? Dallas AP, Southwest Airlines continued to extract itself from sustained scheduling chaos Thursday, canceling another 2,350 flights. After a winter storm overwhelmed its operation days ago, the Dallas carrier acknowledged it has inadequate and outdated operations technology that can leave flight crews out of position when adverse weather strikes. Excuse me, Southwest was the only airline unable to recover from storm-related delays that began over the weekend when snow, ice, and high winds raked portions of the country. As has been the case every day this week, the vast majority of flight cancellation nationwide are Southwest flights. There were 2,451 flights canceled before noon Thursday in the U.S., and 2,357 were Southwest routes, or about 58% of its entire schedule, according to the Flight Aware Tracking Service. The airline has warned that cancellations will continue for days. The federal government is investigating what happened at Southwest with total cancellations soaring past 10,000 early in the week. Southwest added a page to their website specifically for travelers who are stranded, but thousands of customers remain unable to reach the airline. Okay, then that's what I'll probably leave it. Let's do a minute here. I'm feeling a little bit better. I'm not back 100% at all. Yesterday was pretty nice because I just basically got messed up the whole day. And that that I can set my watch to. I That Terp Sticks was, was great, and it was such a nice change of pace to go into green farms yesterday and just to be treated freaking nicely and no one's trying to get in your pockets and get your money out it's really like we have these over here if you're interested in these ones it's like oh no problem bling they call me my first name i'm just like oh this is nice nice change of pace just to be like appreciated around here and here like here and there like i i'll get into in the third segment i'm pretty sure i'll have enough time to just kind of rant and rave about nonsense so yeah if in case you're wondering um should be pretty exciting. <laughs> anyway, here we go. Okay, here we go. Back to AP News. Fire after highway crash in South Korea kills five, injures 37. Seoul, South Korea, AP. A freight truck collided with a bus on a highway near the South Korean capital Seoul on Thursday, causing a fire that killed at least five people and injured 37 others, officials said. It wasn't immediately known what caused the collusion of fire, nor what cargo, tr- cargo the truck was carrying. The National Fire Agency said in a statement that three of the injured were in serious conditions while 34 others were lightly injured. Fire officials said the collision occurred inside a noise barrier tunnel on the highway. Earlier TV footage showed thick black plumes of smoke billowing from the tunnel, but fire officials said later they'd almost put out the blaze. The Public Affairs Office at the fire agency couldn't immediately confirm where the five dead came from. Ten convicted in attempted killing of slugger David Ortiz. A Dominican court convicted ten people involved in the 2019 attempted killing of baseball Hall of Famer David Ortiz, authorities confirmed on Tuesday. Ortiz, a Dominican native, was ambushed by a man who got off a motorcycle and shot him in the back at close range while the former Red Sox slugger was at a bar with friends in a well-off neighborhood of Santo Domingo. Two men, including the alleged shooter, Rolfi Ferreira Cruz, were each sentenced to 30 years in prison by Santo Domingo's first collegiate court. Eight others received prison sentences of between 5 and 20 years. Three other defendants were acquitted due to insufficient evidence, including Victor Hugo Gomez Vasquez, who was accused of planning the attack. American private investigators hired by Ortiz said that the slugger, affectionately known as Big Poppy, was targeted by a Dominican drug trafficker 
who is jealous of him. The findings by former Boston Police Commissioner Edward Davis contradicted a previous theory by law enforcement in the Dominican Republic that the hitman was actually hired to shoot Ortiz's cousin, Sixto David Fernandez, who was sitting at the same table. Uh-huh. Dominican authorities said the hitman confused Fernandez with Ortiz, one of the country's most beloved ball players. A fearsome power hitter with a ready smile, Ortiz led the Red Sox to three World Series championships with a 10-time All-Star and hit 541 home runs before retiring in 2016 when he was shot. He was living part of the year in the Dominican Republic. Ortiz was seriously wounded in the June, in the June 2019 shooting. Doctors in the Dominican Republic removed Ortiz's gallbladder and part of his intestine after the shooting, and he went, underwent further surgery in the U.S. Among the crimes for which the 10 men were sentenced were criminal organization, use of illegal firearms, attempted murder, and complicity, the court wrote in the statement. Authorities noted that more details of the sentencing will be released, be released February 8, 2013. This is a story... I was like, should I even read this one? Let's probably start crying. Bats plunged to the ground in cold, saved by incubator fluids. Some 1,600 bats found a temporary home this week in the attic of a Houston Humane Society director, but it wasn't because they made it their roost. It was a temporary recovery place, space, for the flying mammals after they lost their grip and plunged to the pavement after going into hypothermic shock during the city's recent cold snap. They're the only flying mammal. Bats are... On Wednesday, over 1,500 will be released back to their habitats. Oh, that's wonderful freaking news. Two Houston area bridges. That's like makes me happy. I'm glad I read this. On Wednesday, that was yesterday, over 1,500 will be released back to their habitats. Two Houston area bridges after wildlife rescues scooped them up and saved them by administering fluids and keeping them warm in incubators. Mary Warwick, the wildlife director at the Houston Humane Society, said she was out doing holiday when the freezing winds reminded her that she... Sh- hadn't heard how the bats were doing in the unusually cold temperatures for the region. So she drove to the bridge where over 100 bats looked to be dead as they lay frozen on the ground. She's like, well, I haven't heard about those bats. Let me go by the bridge. Who is this, Mary Warwick? I need to write her a letter. But during her 40-minute drive home, Warwick said they began to come back to life, chirping and moving around in the box where she collected them. Oh, that's so rad. She put the bats in incubators and returned to the bridge twice a day to collect more. That's so cool. Two days later, she got a call of more than 800 bats rescued in nearby Berlin, Texas. On the third and fourth day, more people showed up to rescue bats from... That's so rad, man. <clears throat> that, that warms my heart. Warwick said each of the bats were warmed in an incubator until their body temperature rose and the hydrated food was administered under, under their skin... After reaching out to other bat rehabilitators, Warwick said it was too many for one person. Oh, what good news then. Current facilities did not have the necessary space, so they put them in her attic where they were separated by colony and dog kennels and able to reach a state of hibernation that did not require them to eat. As soon as I wake up in the morning, I wonder how they're doing. I need to go see them. None of these are scheduled to be set back in the wild. Hibernation with mammals is sometimes really tricky to try and time right um yeah bats are really delicate and they the bats will eat the amount of um their their own weight in mosquitoes typically but as a mammal um some mammals don't go into like a proper hibernation some do and it's totally like um um like a light switch almost like okay now we're hibernating then we come out of hibernating with some mammals that are kind of delicate like that smaller the the hibernation process is a lot more sort of a gray area and like I I don't know, 
Um, I'm just glad that those bats made it. That's all the news headlines that I have for you right now. What do you guys want to talk about? Anything? My voice, I'm already getting a little bit, yeah. Well, sometimes there's just stuff for me that's too personal to talk about, so I can't talk about it. Like, I actually cannot talk about it because I just can't. I can't talk. Those little animals, man. Um, yeah, they're sweet little things. They look bad. Bats, they look kind of scary, but they're sweet little animals. You're the only mammals that can fly. Um, yeah. It's been kind of a rough couple days, right, for me. A rough, um, yeah, there's no more news around here, so... If you want to listen to my problems, hey, we're, it's getting, we're going to get into it right now. Like, obviously, since April, I've had my problems and stuff. And yesterday, I had two kooky episodes, which I'm just trying to keep myself busy and stuff. Get some more content out there so people can just, yeah, knock themselves, have a heyday with all the stupid stuff I'm saying. Yeah. I am not having a good time anymore here in Arizona or just kind of in life, I would say. Um, Arizona, Utah life, like... I'm going to talk about work a little bit here and get in, probably get into a little bit more than I should in, in the third segment and probably get a little bit too emotional and too worked up. Sometimes people say stuff without thinking. That much I know. So that doesn't bother me too much. I can just let it roll off my back. But sometimes people say really dumb stuff <laughs> that it kind of just, it's like, okay, well, this isn't going to work out for me here. Like the, if you're talking to me like that or if you're expecting something for me, just be like, okay, or you're right. Like, it, I don't do that. I might just say, like, okay, well, I, you know, <laughs> I won't drink coffee in here. Like, I might, it might be something like that, but it's like, okay, I have to change something here. I've got to leave. I've got to do it. Like, this isn't going to work. And a big part of that, I guess it's specifically here with the farmer and working, is there's a fundamental um, difference or misunderstanding of how we both view things this is the sickest i've ever been in my life okay so that's not good that is not good um when they say well it's cold outside and do whatever i could just say well i was homeless in salt lake it was freezing and i I never got i didn't get this sick it's maybe inevitable sure but it didn't happen until I, i got to arizona and i started working for this stupid job where i was told that I wasn't going to be using a, a leaf blower and there, I wasn't going to be outside behind dumpsters with a leaf blower. Like that was never, ever in it for me. And then to have it happen, it's like, this is a nightmare. This is something I'd never do. You couldn't pay me enough. And then there's just like this expectation. So when are you going back? So when are you going to go back? And I had to lie, man. I'm not going back. But that that's not acceptable to them for some reason. They want me to be miserable or something. I don't get it. It's like, okay, well, I said, well, they'll, they'll give me, it's not really a lie, but eh. I said, they're going to give me a week off because I'm not going back while I'm sick. I just got sick from that job. So that would be dumb for me to go back while I'm still sick and get more sick and just perpetuate this sickness uh, indefinitely. Why not stay home, get messed up, get some rest and then go from there? get some unique listeners for the freaking podcast listen to too many people trying to help me too many times now and it's not going to do any good um i'm starting to realize like okay it's time to focus back on numero uno when your and when your phone runs out of service you're just gonna have to yeah 
<laughs> just have to write some people some letters, you know, once a year or something for Christmas, let them know you're still alive. Find a little wood cabin or something, so they just park a junk truck. Ogden Auto totally won't do it, but park a, park a junk truck somewhere and abandon it and live out of it. We can't get Ogden Auto to do that, though. They won't do that. They don't abandon junk cars in Walmart parking lot. Um, I have got to do something here that is for me and not for others, like I've already done. I know, man. When someone just says, well, that's why, that's why you guys broke up. That's why she doesn't love you anymore for something trivial. Like you didn't take the trash out or something. Well, that's what ruined, that's what ruined your relationship, you know? It's like, thank you for that comment. You don't know anything. <laughs> like, you don't know, you don't know anything about that relationship and why it ended. Um, for you to say so casually that, it, you know, that's why you guys fell out of love is because you're drinking coffee. It's like, uh, no, no, that's not why. I didn't even have a coffee maker at that time. Like, uh, it, it's so, it like pisses me off to the point where it's, it's kind of comical and stuff when people try and chime in and say, well, that's your problem, man. Well, that's where you messed up. It's like I messed up listening to everybody else still. I got the sickest I've ever been in my entire life listening to everyone else and taking this job leaf blower and however many dollars an hour that just pays for like what the emergency room cost. I got written up for calling him sick just so everyone just were clear there. On Friday, the day before the Friday before Christmas on Sunday, the 23rd, I called in sick and keep in mind, I haven't been sick for a year. It's a very, very high likelihood I got sick from work. Leaf blower. Okay. So when they got written up, they're like, you're supposed to, you're supposed to, you can't call in sick unless it's before 2 p.m. And I think I waited the whole day until 6.30 to try and see if I was well enough to come in. And I was like, I can't go into work. I woke up the next morning, couldn't even hear my right ear. And so just to have them be like, well, you're getting written up for that. It's like, well, I'm not going back to work to that place. Because they don't understand, they don't value their employees, they don't care. Like, I'm not going to try and be like, well, actually, I waited till 6.30 because I was actually just trying to see, I was actually trying to help you out. Like, okay, let me argue about that. Like, no, I just won't go back. And so, like, that's where I'm at with it. They don't value their employees, they don't do it. I'm not going to help work for your business if that's how you're going to treat your employees. Like, period. I try and make it seem like I'm in trouble for getting sick for working if i'm well enough to work i'll work but if i get sick on the clock at your job like i'm not gonna go back man unless there's something some sort of something changes but it doesn't sound like and i got in trouble for it anyways it's not really in trouble it's just a reason for me to i guess it's um buttresses my opinion of why i should not go back written up for getting sick like that still exists then like jeez like, okay, well, there goes that flexibility and stuff, you know? It's just dumb. But there's the farmer and stuff, that he doesn't see it that way. He's just like, well, when are you going back? When are you going back? It's like, I'm not going back. It's miserable. And if that, it's like a prerequisite to living on the farm. Like, I'm trying to get better here. I've gone backwards now. I've gone backwards a lot now. <laughs> the stupid job situation is exactly what I was afraid of. Get a job, a shitty job that doesn't pay enough. Get sick from it, working graveyard shift and all this other, like, like my whole life is upside down. 
My schedule's all messed up. I'm sick still. Like, I, I was convinced I was going to die on Friday, and I was freaking out on Saturday morning, so, um, Monday morning. I was freaking out. Panic attack mode, like, <clears throat> for what? Like, I could have just been miserable on my own. I'm, I don't need anyone's help to be miserable. I can do that. I can, I can be miserable on my own, just fine with my things in Salt Lake. But I came down here to get a fresh start or get away and I thought I wasn't going to just be marooned on some farm. I thought I'd have like some transportation like I had in Salt Lake with the bus. I thought I'd have something. I guess maybe I have a bike now, but okay, a lot of good that does me when I'm feeling sick. Basically, all I can do now is just sit around and get messed up. <laughs> and yeah, well, that's not the healthiest either, you know, bling. Like, no shit. Well, it's probably healthier than walking around all night with a leaf blower and bl- breathing in dust again, isn't it? Well, not that cigarette smoke and... I don't smoke cigarettes, but you know what I mean. Not drinking coffee and smoking all the day, all day, and drinking beers all day. It's like, get more fulfillment out of that, though. And I do just about anything. I'd rather do that all day. And I have enough money that I made working at this stupid job to pay for probably the emergency room bill, so that's nice. And I could just not pay it. More problem, you know, more problems waiting for me later on when I get my money back. Get get going again it's like i don't freaking care like i was i was miserable homeless let's not get that let's not get that mixed up here however i was not sick miserable i was pretty miserable my fingers hurt sore but i was not sick was i was it inevitable was i going to get sick maybe maybe there's a lot of things that could be what if or what if and that and what if but this down here i did get sick really sick the sickest i've ever been i've never been this sick before in my life i'm not going back and doing some shitty job well you need to get another job and it's like yeah i guess so like how get me a computer someone do something like help me then (laughs) but like i i can't just apply on my phone and so maybe i can but yeah you guys figure it out for me then edit this and do that from your phone like I need a computer. I need a place to sit down, but I need some stability here first. I need to be healthy first and I can't, I'm not getting it, man. And then just to hear like some backhanded comments about like past relationships that I've had and reasons why they've ended because I drink coffee. It's like, no, don't say those things. And it just, it like, don't say that out loud. Like I know people say dumb stuff and they think they know what they're talking about. And they think they could sometimes like they're entitled to say, that they can say certain things but i'm the type of person who's like super sensitive and like in touch with his emotions and stuff yeah yeah no i'll listen to what you say and i'll probably take it personally in most cases um i'll probably like break it down like well what do they really mean by this and then just really think about it and like take it way too personal even though for them it was just a backhanded comment but i keep thinking too like back to where it's like, yeah, I probably could have gotten a tent at some point, a waterproof tent, and been camping out in the woods and whatever. But on my own, by myself, totally healthy. Freezing ass cold, sure, but healthy. With my SD DuPont lighter too. That much, I know. And it's like, help me out up in Salt Lake. Don't I don't want to be here anymore in Arizona. This is not going to work out here. I think it's cool that the dispensaries are here. I think it's cool you can buy weed. Other than that, 
I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of Arizona, never really have been. Um, it's cool, it's warm here. I think that's cool, but the place I'm living at now, that they've gotten a little bit too comfortable with me being there, and maybe I've gotten too comfortable too, but, like, they're, they're saying things to me that they're, they're getting away with saying stuff to me that ordinarily I'm just like, no, don't talk to me like that. <laughs> like, people can't talk to me like that. Um, there's got to be some sort of respect, but that respect isn't there if you're living there. You have to kind of concede to their uh, just comments that are insensitive or that aren't really well thought out. Um, it's like this belittling sort of, well, what are you going to do for work? And that's why, that's why they don't love you anymore. And it's like, okay, all right. That's, I'm not exactly sure it was because of coffee, but yeah, thanks for your two cents on that one. And it starts going into this like doctrinal, like Mormon LDS, like, well, you know, the prophet Joseph Smith said that you're not supposed to drink. And I was like, it says hot drinks. There's nowhere in there that says specifically coffee. Well, decaffeinated coffee, it's like, okay, or like just don't get into doctrinal stuff with the church with me. Like, don't because I like I'm pretty pretty knowledgeable about that stuff. I know all the stupid loopholes, I know all the dumb stuff. Like Uh, But it's not even worth talking about because it's that trivial in life. It's like if if you're that comfortable in life to where you have to nitpick at someone for drinking coffee, it's like, yeah, they're pretty comfortable. Just looking for things to complain about, right? I don't know. I don't get it. I'd rather just... I don't have a coffee maker now. It's gone. (laughs) All my shit is gone. Again. And because I came to Arizona to, to improve my life, to get away from being microwaved in my sleep, killed in my sleep, dying up there, which I'll always believe that was happening. But like, this is dumb because now it's, I'm marooned down here. Um, I'm sick and I don't have my, I'm away from my belongings too. And like, all I'm, all I'm starting to think about is like, yeah, I think it's time to maybe head on back. It's what, almost January, yeah. Start 2022 out in, out in the wild. Buy a bunch of stuff up here, a bunch of outdoorsy stuff. Warm clothes. And just up there with this last check. <clears throat> I don't know. But I, I feel kind of marooned and betrayed out here. And there's no way I'm going to just get a shitty job again. And just hope that, it, oh, I hope I don't get sick this time around. I'm never going to go through that again. Getting sick... It can happen, sure. Um, but it that was such a miserable experience for me that I will always uh, associate that that job gets me sick. So I can't go back. Like, if you go back, you're going to get sick. So don't go back. Like, that's how it works for me. For others, it's like, well, are you better? Are you, can you, are you too sick to go back still? Like, yeah, uh, forever. But... I don't know. They don't get that. They don't understand that and the difference of opinion. Now, what do you guys want to talk about? Just how stupid the system is? Well, maybe I can do that. You're listening to the Bling Vieira podcast. Okay, we could just do this segment outside. I don't know. I don't know how long it's going to be even. I just, yeah, yeah I'm burned out on, on it, I guess. I'm trying and, and having it be like pulling teeth and just having it be like nobody's gonna listen or understand or care or understand any of it and <laughs> socks
because like yeah if I was younger I think I, if I was younger I think I'd probably be dumb enough but I, I'm just not I'm too old I'm too old and like bitter I'm too old and bitter that's what it is it has to be that's like that's what it is I'm too old and bitter and so it's like nothing's ever good enough unless there's actually something let's say pretty average like an average job it's probably like, okay, well, this is pretty average. I guess I'll take this. But something that's like leaf blowers, I can't do it, man. I hate leaf blowers. Go back and listen to all the, all of my episodes. Yeah, we're outside, by the way. We're not, no vocal booth, no anything. Um, it's a nice gloomy day here in Mesa, Arizona. The farm of Mesa, Arizona. Yeah, I just thought I decided to do the last part outside. But... I don't know. I, I'm too old to, to, to try and continue on. <laughs> I tried to walk to the gas station yeah, the other day, and I could only make it like a quarter of the way. And I was like, dude, I'm messed. Like, this isn't going to work. I, I, I don't have any energy. I can't do stuff I used to do before. And it's like I kind of feel okay, but at the same time, you just kind of, once you get sick, it just, and it's a long, like kind of over a week, it's just like, yeah, I feel the same as I did yesterday, pretty much. Just my body's weaker. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, man. There's... There's no making me happy when I'm sick. <clears throat> I'll be I'll be pretty miserable and I'll just be like bitter, just really bitter about stuff and just don't want to I'm not going to work. Any I don't know why this seems like such a novel concept. Prove me wrong, okay? Okay. Here's <laughs> picture this scenario. You go to this workplace, place of work and you get sick there because you're blowing around dust and you're like working with dust. And then when you go, like get better, they're like, okay, do the same thing again. Oh, boo. <laughs> like go back and do the same thing again. Like, wh- you mean get sick again? Cause I don't want to get sick again. No, no, no. You're already built up immune. To- like, I'm not immune to dust. <laughs> Dust is always, there's new bacteria in dust, there's new viruses in dust, there's new mold in dust all the time. Well, what are some goggles and a mask? Are you trying to kill me? Are you trying to kill me? Because this sounds like a dumb idea. I'm, I'm sick, and you want me to go back and get sick again, or what? Like, is it really that, what's the, um, masochistic to watch me suffer? And like struggle, like, oh, I can't, I can't, I'm too sick. I'm homeless now, and like everyone's like, hell yeah, he's freaking homeless now. Like, yeah, hell yeah, I was freaking healthy at least. Wasn't getting sick homeless. I might not have been the healthiest, it's trying to kill me in my sleep. Yeah, people trying to kill me, but. Well, Moscow, Idaho, they are killed in their sleep. No one knows who did it, and it's just, they disappeared, and that's it. University of Utah, University of Idaho, it's, come on, it's possible to be killed in your sleep and people can actually do it and get away with it. So let's not try and pretend like everything I'm saying is that far-fetched or that abstract. It happened just one state above. And basically, during the time I was sleeping back homeless, November 13th, I was two weeks into it. I was two weeks into being sleeping back homeless and that happened. They were killed in their sleep, just one state above where I was trying to be killed in my sleep. 
Kaylee Goncalves. She said she had a stalker. I've been saying people are following me. Like, it's not made up stuff, man. And they're bad people. And they will, in fact, kill you in your sleep and get away with it. it has happened in Idaho. And it's like, well, that's Julia. Come on, bling. That's uh, get an airplane. Sound effects guy. Can I get an airplane in here? Right ear. Here out of my right ear. It's freaking here in my right ear, huh? Do you guys hear the airplane go from hither to thither from the stereo, the stereo? I can't, I can't tell. I hear the airplane in my left ear only. I only have mono. I can't hear in stereo anymore. Let's just go back to that job. You mean lose the hearing that I love? That I'm... <laughs> and go back to that shitty job so you can lose hearing out of your left ear, you piece of shit. Like, no. No, that's a bad idea. I'm not going to do that. I want to hear out of my left ear. It's sick again. So I don't have to kill you in your sleep. Quit trying to compare it to Idaho, University of Utah, and University of Idaho police. Quit trying to say the University of Utah police are corrupt as shit. And that they're probably very similar to University of Idaho. It's probably corrupt as shit and try to cover that shit up. <clears throat> no one believes it. No one thinks that stuff anyway. No one, everyone thinks you're crazy. Okay. Well, what else am I right about, you know? I have to wonder that sometimes, too. Like, this was... Well, I was right about this shitty job. Don't take a shitty job. You shouldn't. I'm, I'm right about quitting this shitty job. Getting written up. Hi, I got sick at this job. I'd like to call in sick from this job for getting, from getting sick at this job. You're in trouble, you piece of shit. You get one more write-up, we're going to fire your ass. Okay. All right. Well, how about I quit instead? The world is so upside down, man. It's not the same anymore. And people are getting away with murder. And there's organizations doing bad things and like bad research and development and bad tests on people and killing people in their sleep. And it's bad, man. It's not the same world that we all known, knew and loved growing up. It's like twisted and stuff. And it's like, don't say this to this person or don't do that. And otherwise, you're going to get sick. And that's what exactly what happened to me. Kill you in your sleep. It's scary. It's twisted. You get fake stalking charges from crazy polygamous clients. Hanks and Pearson. <clears throat> I don't know. I, it's, it's not the same anymore. Post-pandemic dystopian present that we're living in right now. It's sad, actually, because it's like, well, what, what choices do I have then? Like, how can I, like, what's next then? What, what's a good plan of action? It's like, shit, I don't, I don't know. I guess get my stuff or try and get what I can and not go backwards, not get sick, not take shitty jobs, not feel obligated to do stuff if it's going to harm my health. Like, no. I'm not, I gotta look out, I really have to look out for myself from here on out, because that was, that was such a miserable experience, and being sick, and like, just having it be so bad, I felt like I was going to die, I was convinced I was going to die, I was convinced I was freaking basically already dead, and goodbye cruel world, going on rant, ranting and raving, and it turns out it's just like a panic attack and I'm you know, just mostly sick and not going to die. 
hope everyone enjoyed this episode episode. and tell all your friends how to you guys you want to get bummed out you want to hear this guy talk about like how he wishes he was dead (laughs) no no i don't that's the last joke it's all in joke just kidding i'm just kidding work sucks though that much I, that much i know that much i'm not kidding about works freaking lame and especially you guys are cool it's good luck to you do the math you do the math i get a shitty job that doesn't pay nearly anything i'm being paid 50 basically 50 percent less than i was six years ago five or six years ago okay half i'm making half of what i was making the job is shittier I get sick the first, what, week of the job? The first week of the job, I get the sickest I've ever been in my entire life. I try and power through the entire week. My two days off, I just slept the entire time to try and get healthier again. When I did call in sick because I was too sick, I didn't want to be sick for Christmas, um, I get, quote unquote, written up for that. So it's like, okay, well, that sucks. And then I lose my hearing the next morning. It's a good thing I didn't go into work, written up or not. Monday, I freak out, have a panic attack, and just freak out. Go to the emergency room. I can't pay for the emergency room because I don't have insurance. And if I do try and pay for the emergency room, the money that I was paid for the week that I worked, that I got sick, will cover the emergency room visit. And I'm, that's not, I've got nothing. Sure, I got some antibiotics. I had some antibiotics in Salt Lake in my... yeah. So I'm back to nothing here, except for that I'm sick now and that everyone's disappointed and like, he can't handle a job. He can't work. He doesn't know how to work. Like, okay, yeah, I just care too much about my health, I think, at this point. Because that was the sickest I've ever been, everyone. Why would I go back? Just to be miserable my whole life? To get sick again? How dumb. Why are people that dumb? Well, how do you know you got sick from the cold? You don't get sick from the cold. For hypothermia, whatever, that's some, that's a pretty extreme cold there. Anyone, yeah, that's going to happen to... You get sick from your eyes, your nose, and your mouth. Damn it! If your immune system's a little bit lower from the cold, yeah, sure. Just don't... Especially don't put anything in your mouth or your eyes or shit. But come on, man. This is dumb, dude. Um... This system is dumb that we're trying to to do here, and I I don't know. Just stop talking to everybody. I guess I'll be ostracized out. I'll be carved out of society even more now because this dumb job that I thought like okay, well I'll give it a chance. I felt obligated, and because of that obligation, I'm farther back now. I'm further back in life than I've ever been. Um, just a worse situation. My stomach's making noises. My throat hurts still. My right ear is like making that. It feels like there's water or something. Like I went swimming all day in my right ear. Can't hear everything. Why? Again, I ask why. Because I don't have any money extra left over if I pay for the emergency room there. Yeah, just because. Just for a work ethic. So why did I go to school? It's like everyone is so disconnected and stupid now. And that everyone's opinion of like your, your life will... All your problems will be solved if you just get a job. It's like, I. this is the worst, this is easily the worst shape I've been in now. I don't have access to my things. My belongings are gone. Like, yeah, sure, I've got a little extra money, but it depends. What am I going to buy here? A plane ticket? 
or pay for my emergency room. I think we can all figure out what I'm going to, yeah, <laughs> what I'm going to do here. So, yeah, put the pieces. But I'm not telegraphing my plans or details to anyone because <laughs> nobody's going to know what I'm doing, even myself at this point. But I'm going to do it and I'm going to GTFO, recover of darkness, recover of night. I'll have it all planned out. I'll have a ride. I don't need to get a ride from anyone. I'll freaking walk there if I have to. But I will skedaddle. I'm not telling anyone anything. So they can't talk me out of it. They can't try and do some worm their way in like they did last time. And I was trying to walk away on on, uh, Thanksgiving anyway. Anyway. Tell all your friends, you guys.